Hello. Hey, Dorothy Outrageous. Welcome back. Welcome hey. To party. So, like I said to the people. What's going gonna... on? What's going on, Silas? How you doing? I'm good. I'm just catching this beautiful sunset before hours approach. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you caught us. You joined in at the perfect time. We just introduced ourselves and let the people know what we're about. They're tuning into cannabis and Chardonnay. So I have my joint. I have my glass. We've shared our marijuana fact for the day, which is it is not addicting. So it's totally physically impossible to overdose. You know what I mean? So enjoy your joints, people. We can- <laughs> oh, that who wouldn't want to roll up because it's hard to cope with some of these things that are happening, you know, and today we're going to get into relationships. You know, I went to the we- uh, to the movies this weekend. I very, very rarely go to the movies. And the last time I went, I went to see, um, was it Black Panther? And so this time, I was actually drawn to go to the theater to see Tyler Perry's Aquaman. Strangely enough, you know, I'm not a huge, huge Tyler Perry fan, but I tend to like his movies. I mean, they speak to me sometimes. And so I'm in the theater, and I went with my significant other. And it was interesting because there were a lot of parts in the movie where we kind of looked at each other, and we wanted to kind of dialogue about it, but there was so much going on that it was like, okay, we might as well just, like, wait until it's over. But the just yeah. the story had me thinking, and... Spoiler alert, we will be talking about major plot lines in the movie. Mm. So if you have not seen it, I apologize ahead of time. But it really inspired me for tonight's conversation. So let's get into this. Imagine yourself, ladies. You are 21 years old. You're in college. You know, you have your future ahead of you. You have a supportive family. Your parents, you know, they support everything that you do. You have two older sisters that have successful relationships and they have businesses that they run. So you have a lot of positivity surrounding you. One day you're driving, you get a flat tire. You pull over to the side of the road and a gentleman across the street, he sees you and he comes and he says, you know what, miss, you look like, you know, you're distressed and I'd like to help you. Can I change your tire for you? So he changes her tire and they instantly, you know, feel somewhat of a connection. He invites her out for coffee the next day. They go to coffee. They start dating. Things are well. Everything's copacetic. Not inappropriate. They haven't even had sex yet. She's actually a virgin. However, one day they're on a date, and she's talking to him about her future and what she wants and what she doesn't want, and she's thinking of dropping out of school. Immediately, she says, you know, I don't know how my parents are going to take this. And basically, her parents, you know, were calling. Someone was calling on behalf of her parents. And it comes to be they got into a car accident and died. So now you're 21 years old. You're here with, you know, a man that you love. But you're devastated because now shit just got really, really real. So now you have to think about how you're going to readapt to life because your parents have died. And now you're vulnerable. You're feeling some kind of way. And he's right there to welcome you into his arms, to be that knight in shining armor that is protecting you in this moment, making you feel something instead of feeling numb. Your parents, they've passed on. 
and it hasn't even been weeks that they've been buried before you receive a $1 million inheritance. And this inheritance is for you to build your life in a future finished school or do whatever you want to do, but this money is intended for you and however you choose to spend it. Her sisters advise her, do not tell this man that you have this money, you need to stay focused, and you know, you need to take this time to grieve and to heal. But you don't take that advice, instead you move forward, and you want to like be in love and, and share your wealth with this person that you barely even know, because remember, you haven't been dating yet. And so from there... You start funding a lot of his dreams. You buy him a car. You buy him clothes. And then you don't hear from him. You don't see him. And then when you do go to find him, you find him cheating on you with another woman. So you react in such a way that it causes permanent damage to your life, to your body. And you can no longer, you know, be whole as a woman. You can't have children. Mm. You know, this choice that you made to go berserk has really, really screwed you over. So that being acknowledged... You know, the man, he feels so bad that he led you to make this bad choice, even though the choice was yours to go that berserk. And he decides he's going to marry you and be this faithful man because he finally realizes how much he loves you and he doesn't want to ever do this again. So now 15 years pass. And in that 15 years, you spilled, um, you spent a million dollars helping him funding his rap career. Let's just say he was a rapper. He had a dream to be this rapper. So you've spent... 15 years worth of time, energy, money. He didn't want to have kids because he's, he's looking for his forward to his career. You know, you guys can't go out and do things because you're always spending money on studio time and equipment and all of this stuff. And so now it comes to a point where you guys are completely broke. Your house is getting foreclosed on. And he refuses to go get a job because he says his past is sketchy and he's not going to get hired anywhere. But the man has a degree because you put him through school and paid for that degree. But he's saying the only thing that's holding him back is his past uh, criminal history. So now you're taking all of your time. You're working even harder to try to just keep a roof over your head. And he compromises you guys yet again in one more way. He's able to get a job and help you guys. But he totally, totally disregards that and chooses to go meet with a record label instead to get a shot at a, at a deal. So he goes to the label, he gets the shot, the label offers him $75,000 when they could offer him $5 million. He's that dope. And so he turns down the deal, but in the meantime, we need to address the girl who got him the meeting. And that was a woman, the woman who he cheated on you with before you guys got married that caused this major accident. So now he comes home and he says to you, baby, <clears throat> I got, I met with the label. They offered me this money and I turned it down and her sisters are there and they're like, you know what? You ain't no good. How are you going to turn down this money? See, I told you, you've been messing with this deadbeat all of this time. Girl, what's wrong with you? You need to kick him to the curb, divorce him. And he's cheating on you on top of that. And then she just finally gives in and says, yep, I want to divorce you. I want nothing else to do with you. I can't believe you know that we're about to be homeless and you don't take any deal, any money. And he's like, no, because I know there's a better deal out there for us. And if you can still just keep believing in me, I love you. I'm not cheating on you. Yes, it happened to be the girl that I was going to cheat on you with, but I happened to see her and she works at the label and she said she wanted to help me out. And so I took the opportunity and she forgot her wallet in my truck by accident. 
and the wife just loses it. And she says, you know what? I'm done. I'm divorcing. I don't want nothing from you. Leave me be. So they process, they divorce, and three months goes by. <coughs> homeless in the interim. He's staying at homeless shelters and things like that. And then finally, the girl, he loses his phone. The girl somehow tracks him down at one of his jobs. And she's like, listen, we've been looking for you. The label wants to go ahead and give you this publishing deal. That's worth $5 million. It's the best offer that they're going to give you. And he's like, that's exactly what I need. Boom, boom. She gets him out of being homeless. She sets him up. You know what I'm saying? And, like, basically, they start becoming a couple because he's a freely divorced man. And she seen something in him and helped him and lifted him up instead of kicking him down. And then now... You know, he feels a need to redeem himself with his ex-wife. So he comes to you, ladies. This is you. Remember, he comes to you and he says, you know what? Everything I am right now is because of you. And I'm so grateful, even though I wasn't able to be the man that I needed to be at the time. I'm so grateful for everything you did for me. Here's a million point five for your everything that you invested in me. Out of my five million, he has one point five million. And I love you and I appreciate you. And I want to let you know that I still didn't cheat on you and that I always truly loved you. And then you're just kind of like sitting there like in, in awe because the last time you saw him after your breakup, he was a dishwasher. So you mm. this dude ain't going nowhere. And his sister's like, yeah, I see him. He's a dishwasher. He ain't doing nothing with his life. But in actuality, that was just his season before he became that man that he promised you he would become. So now you figure out that your sister's were wrong all along and they should have been encouraging your relationship instead of discouraging your relationship so you go and confront them but then you go to old boy to try to reignite the flame and you find out he is engaged and you're just kind of like what this bitch got the apartment that he said he was going to get us she got the car she got the ring she got the engagement she's got it all the boat everything like he's giving her this lavish life that's supposed to be mine and he's like, I'm pretty much, I'm sorry, but when I wanted to be with you, you gave up on me. And she's just kind of like, but you didn't fight either. And he's just kind of like, but I'm sorry, I've moved on. And I still got love for you. I gave you $1.5 I rebought back the house that I got foreclosed. Like, I, I made you whole again. And she still wasn't good enough. She felt like she had to get back at them. And so after, you know, seeing the movie Acrimony, which was very similar to the story that I just told you, after seeing that movie, I felt so many emotions, you know, I felt like, wow, mm -hmm. you know, wow, I just want to stop there and just open it up for a bit, you know, stylist, outrageous, have each of you seen it, have you seen it, haven't Yeah, I've seen it. I have not seen it. What do you think of the scenario, though? I think... I think they're both wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. I think um, he's wrong because he knew he was leading. It seems as almost as though he was leading her on. Okay. Almost using her. And it seems like she kind of knew that. And she still was going on. And trying to be with this person. And it didn't go the way she wanted it to go. And she's devastated. Just Has, it sounds like. Did she do anything wrong? Like, when I kept looking at this, I was like, okay, 
each time in the movie that she did something for him, it was something that he was just sharing to her about what she he needed, and she offered to get it. And 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 why is it that we as women we always do that? Like a man coming to you, selling you a sad story, and you feel like you have to buy it, take him, nurture him, heal him, repurpose him, and do all this shit, and then you end up broke and depleted. Like, let's talk about that. Why do we as women do that? Because we're too busy trying to fill some kind of a void for a man to keep him. Whatever he was missing before, we're trying to replace that. And a lot of women's self-esteem is not high enough to know that you don't have to buy that affection that you're looking for. It's not always about what you can do. Yeah. Dallas, what do you think? You saw the movie. How do you feel? Well, I felt a lot of emotions. Uh, I was mad at both of them. I could say that. Like, I was mad at the fact that, you know, at, at the point where it mattered the most, uh, Sarajay P's uh, character dropped the ball, you know, and I guess that was a part of that story. But I'm like, all right, you got $10 million. And the deed and keys to your mother's house that was foreclosed. You're good. Like, you clearly stated that you didn't want to see him again. You're not, he's not going to get you back. Yet the moment he mentions that, you know, he's, he, he got more than he could have imagined, more than he, you know, mentioned to you at the time when you decided to listen to your sisters and leave them. And then all of a sudden, it's like all these things are clicking, all these emotions, and and it, it turned into this thing of madness. Like he, I, I think like he could have at least switched up his dreams because when she started stalking him online <laughs> and saying, "Oh, he he has her on the boat that he said I was going to be on the boat at the same name that he." you you know was naming it as when he was with her it was just a lot of confusion so i think he could have at least you know considered her uh at those moments where it's like all right i have the money i don't have my the woman i wanted to originally spend it with however we're in a social media invasion of privacy shout out to cardi b type era where everything's out there and people are watching jealousy is on the all time rise and so is envy so it's like I just thought I'm sorry what happened go ahead I don't want to cut you off no I was just saying I just thought on his on both of their ends they could have just been mature but like through the story I realized like you don't really see much of their parents so you see uh, a lot of you see two young people who are growing up into their own, on their own, still with questions, but it's so many voids. I feel like, I mean, at what point does it become okay to break up with somebody and move on with their life? If you break up and another person moves on, why can't you just be cool with that? I mean, if they broke up, it sounds like they broke up and she was okay with the breakup and he moved on and decided to be with someone else and she couldn't handle that. 
it was a divorce too at that. So my question is like, if you, if, if a woman divorces a man and then wants to come back to the man, like, how does that really work? Do you, you just get remarried again? <laughs> like what's the It's like, like, what was the reason? I mean, it, there's no, it's, there's no rule that yeah. says because someone wants to be with you, you have to be with them too. It doesn't work like that. And, no. and, 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 and that's just totally unfair. I'm not, you know, I just, I don't, I don't feel like if you leave a person and they're moving on and they're doing things and okay, they may have done some things that you thought about doing with them, but that was their dream. Yeah. You can't be mad at him for living his dream with someone else because you decided not to be next to him while he was living it because you listened to someone else's shit. You got to see the Just movie. My you got to see the movie already because <laughs> like it'll have you in your emotions like just so many things I believe were missing but that's the beauty behind it. It really was thought provoking and really made you like feel some type of way like damn, you mad at her but you also mad at him. You know, and it's like where where's the real resolve? I mean, she dies at the end because she her insanity, her rage takes her past a point where no one can talk to her. So where did she lose sight of reality, really? Or when did she, she ever decided... have, like, did she ever have a grasp on reality? Because she had money after her parents died. But, you know, I hear that you're not really an adult till you're really, like, 30. So you really hear, like, 25, 30, the human brain is really at that adulthood where it can really understand and, and process information the right way in the world. Mm, I, I think sometimes people go in expecting something that's going to be perfect and mapped out and all laid out for them. And they don't think about the, they think about all the pros and they don't think about any of the cons. Yeah. And when they get to that part, it's too much for them to handle. Because they were so wrapped up in the pros and yeah. didn't even prepare for a con. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're just, they're, they're, they're just, I mean, they're in shock when things don't go the way that they want them to go and they don't handle it the way that, you know, uh, a sane person would, I would say. You, they lash out, they get upset, they get angry. Whenever a person feels like someone doesn't love them or their feelings aren't the same, they immediately start to feel played. Yeah. Oh, you didn't care from the beginning. Oh, this was all the game to you. You know, when nobody ever wants to to hear, no, I don't love you back. Or no, I don't want you the way you want me. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. And nobody really wants to see where they made a mistake. Nobody really wants to see a person that they left for various reasons that were not good turn into, you know, you don't, you, you don't expect to see a moth come out of the, out of the cocoon. You expect to see a butterfly. Yeah. And she was not expecting that. She was expecting him to be something else, it sounds like. Was why she left him, but then he well, was everything he said he would be, and 
she felt like she belonged there with him, but she should have waited. One thing I can say is Jesus was not mentioned in that <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> like like you would have thought like a voice of reason, some kind of like angelic <laughs> character or some some form of Oh God. no, not for Tyler, not this time. <laughs> I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you you would like it. You would like it. It's a really good movie. Oh man, what's up with New Day? So New Day. Oh man, I think she 